Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. This past Tuesday, here in the United States of America, we witnessed and hopefully participated in if you did not take advantage of early voting, the midterm election, which is held around the two-year term of the current sitting president. During this midterm election, a decision is made on who will control the House of Representatives, the Senate, governorships, and other national and local governmental offices. My brothers and sisters, leading up to Tuesday, we were bombarded with TV commercials, phone calls, flyers in the mail, and road signs suggesting to us who we should cast our vote for. This election process, to me, was more vicious in nature, and to me, it was very disheartening. Deacon Humphrey, if everything that was said about the candidates were true. We all would be in a world of trouble. Fred, what people will do and say just to win or just to get elected? Did you notice that on Wednesday morning, our phones stopped ringing? Our mail returned back to the norm? And the commercials ceased on our televisions and social media devices? I don't know about you, but Dr. Hagee, I was happy about Wednesday's blessed quietness. 
Anybody was happy that you had some blessed quietness on Wednesday? Now, if you were listening or watching how many of the nationwide and local elections came out, you noticed that there were some surprises in who was victorious. As of right now, there are still a few races that are too close to call. And some races are requiring a runoff to determine who will prevail. But again, I don't know about you, but I will declare publicly to you that everybody that I cast my vote for did not win. Some won and some lost. But I still believe that God is ultimately in control of people and that he can turn a person's heart any way he desires them to go. In other words, let me declare that God is still in control. Makes no difference who is in the White House. God is in control. Make no difference who is seated in the Senate and who occupies the House. I'm here to tell you that God is still in control. And as I watched as the results of the election were being televised, I thought about the fact that as a believer in Jesus Christ, the Bible teaches us that before the foundation of the world, God elected us for his divine purposes. God chose us for salvation. Now, it makes no difference to me to what school of thought you subscribe to, whether you are Calvinistic in your thought, that, that means those who are Calvinistic believe in total depravity and unconditional election or limited atonement and irresistible grace and the preservation of the saints. Calvinists believe that God alone chooses who will be saved by his sovereign choice. I, 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 
You may be Calvin, that's all right. But then you might believe the Arminian view that believes that God alone chooses who will be saved based upon his foreknowledge of who will choose him. You might be Arminian in your thoughts. But I, this morning, want to celebrate the fact that God chose me. God chose you. God elected me. God elected and chose you. And I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God chose or elected me before humanity came on the scene. Come on now. If some of us would have been with God in the beginning, we would have questioned God on why he elected certain people to be used by him. Some of us would have thought of every negative reason why God should disqualify somebody that he has elected. But thank God that he and he alone determined to save you and me. Oh, Lord. Today in our scriptural text, the apostle Peter writes, to the churches in the Roman provinces, which all were located in what is now Turkey. Peter writes them because they were experiencing persecution and trials. He wrote them to urge them to remain faithful to their faith in Jesus Christ. He wanted them to know that no matter their trials or tribulations, that they should never forget that they were God's elect. In other words, they belonged to God. And by knowing this fact, they can endure their troubles and keep their hope in God. Listen, listen, listen again how the Apostle Peter opens his letter to them. He says, to God's elect. Is that in your Bible? 
The first statement that Peter declares in his letter is to remind them that they are God's elect. In other words, what the apostle Peter is saying is that you are special to God. Uh, somebody say, I'm special. You know why you're special? Because God chose you. Oh, come on now, y'all. Wow. That is good news for hurting people. Remember that the believers were experiencing difficult times. They were having their share of ups and downs. They were having troubles. And what a relevant word to receive from God through his servant. Peter, in essence, is saying to them that God has not abandoned you. God has not forgotten or forsaken you. You still belong to him. And on this Sunday morning, I want to let somebody who is watching or listening today know that God has not forsaken you, nor has he forgotten about you. Why, Pastor Wood, is going back? Because you are chosen. You may feel like you are in exile, but guess what? He is closer to you now than ever before. He is close to you because you have been chosen, elected by him. Are y'all getting this? The apostle Peter <laughs> reminds these believers that they are God's elect. He then tells them that they have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Y'all got your Bible still open? Y'all make sure I'm in the book. I said he tells them that they have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Now, when I read this, this blessed the socks off of me. Why did it bless you, Pastor Wood? I'm going to tell you. Because this 
this verse says to me, even if God chose or elected me based solely upon him knowing what my life would be, that to me says that God loved me even before I was born. Oh, man, y'all missing this, y'all missing this. <laughs> it also says to me that with all of the wrong that he knew that I was going to do, he still, oh, Lord bless you, he still chose me to be one of his special possessions. And I don't know about you, but this brings to mind the song, I don't know why Jesus loved me. I don't know why he came. I don't know why he sacrificed his life. But oh, somebody say, oh, oh, I'm so glad that he did. And you know why? Because he chose me and elected me in him. <sighs> if I could, I'd feel like running down these aisles. <laughs> then the apostle Peter tells them that God elected and chose them through the sanctifying work of the Spirit. <laughs> you know what it means to be sanctified, don't you? Sanctification is being set apart by the Spirit of God for his divine purposes. And, and I need to let some of y'all saints know that we have been sanctified by God. God has set us apart to be his special possession. And because God has set us apart, that is why you and I can't live any way that we want to. We have been set apart. And guess what? Because you have been sanctified, you have a hard time Sitting in with this evil world. 
Did y'all hear what I'm saying? Because God elected you, because God chose you, you have a hard time fitting in. Some of us try our best to fit in with the world. But because we've been elected, ah, the Bible says it like this, that we are a peculiar people. <laughs> and that we should present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the God who set us apart. Oh. Thank God, deacons, for the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And finally, somebody say finally, the Apostle Peter in his letter tells the elect of God that God has reserved for them in heaven an inheritance that can never perish, never spoil, and never fade. Some of us shouted right there. He tells them that not only did God reserve for you an inheritance in heaven, but let me tell you what else God does. God himself shields this inheritance by his power. Oh. In other words, what God has for me, it is for me because he shields the inheritance that he has for me. In other words, as God's elect, we are assured that God will keep us until the day he comes to redeem us. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that I have a new name. Over in Zion. And it's mine. Mine. Oh, mine. I want to know if anybody in here has a new name over in glory because God elected you. 
and is shielding your inheritance. I'm so glad that God chose me. And you know what? You may not like me. You may detest me. But as long as God is shielding me, as long as God elects me, then there's nothing that you can do about it. I'm here to tell you that favor isn't fair. But I thank God that he favored me. And I'm going to live this day for with the knowledge that I am one of God's elect. And if God be for me, who can be against me? If God chose me, then there is nothing that the devil can do to take me out of his hand. I am kept, you are kept by the power of God. And one glad morning when this life is over because you are elect, I am elect. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna fly. We're gonna fly. We're gonna fly. Fly away. Yes. I said yes. I said yes. that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. 
We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.